tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon, click on the ad free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad free over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only alicia with hey how are you david dandelion is in the house how fresh <laughs> off your mass singer elimination how are you this morning has it sunk in tell me everything it hasn't sunk in yet as you can imagine keeping this secret for all these months I, it, it feels weird to have the words be coming out of my mouth. Um, I, but I, I'm so proud of the time that I had and I'm just, I'm filled with emotion at what it has meant to me to be on this show the last few weeks and the songs they allowed me the opportunity to sing and the choreography and the outfit and the oh it's it's an experience like no other and weirdly profound not just fun and silly but for me as a singer songwriter it was it was a, a really spiritual experience what did it mean to you and how was it profound it's profound to be able to connect to people using nothing but my voice, to not be able to see them. First of all, you can barely see anything out of that mask. So that's an added challenge, but also weirdly freeing because you obviously have to get roughly where they've, where you've rehearsed to be for the cameras. But and then, of course, playing piano on that Muse song in yesterday's episode, I was having to focus on making sure I hit the right keys because it's hard to see the keys even. But, you know, knowing that the audience couldn't see me and all the things that come with being me, whether or not I'm familiar to someone from my acting work, 
but just the me that I am, the what I look like, who I present to be this time around as a person. Every one of us has the the package and the preconceived notions that go along with it, but it is a real gift they've come up with on this show to strip all of that away to just the sound of your voice. So the audience doesn't make those preconceived notions. They're listening and they're receiving what you have to share with them. That's, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got to say, those are all really good points. Yeah. It's special. Is this true? Like, I know, you know, you were diagnosed with a cancer diagnosis. There's a lot of cancer in my family. So, I mean, I know, is this true though, that you were going through breast reconstructive surgery the day that you got this email or the day you checked your email and you saw an email from Mass Singer? Literally, I had just come out of anesthesia. The, I, I, thanks to God, I finished my, my chemo, had my mastectomy last April. So exactly a year ago. Got the all clear, thank God. But then the breast reconstruction was a journey. I chose to do um, natural reconstruction as opposed to an implant. But it took a while to put all that in motion. So it was December of this past December. I had the surgery, came out of it. You know, somebody gave me my phone so I could answer some of my friends asking how it went. And I scrolled through my emails in a kind of anesthesia haze. And there's one from the masked singer (laughs) inviting me to be on. And I didn't, I was so hazy. I didn't really register till the next morning having breakfast. Suddenly I was like, wait a minute, did I dream that? Or did I actually get invited to be on the masked singer last night? And sure enough, it was real. And right from the beginning, all the meetings that we had, it was clear they wanted me to have uh, an incredible experience and they really do their research. Like they're the ones that asked me to play the piano. I would never have imagined piano would be a part of this, but I'm so grateful for all the things they did and all the songs we had to sift through to find ones that hadn't been used before that had piano on them. And then we had to, I was working on a movie in Vancouver going back and forth and that dictated which episode I'd be a part of. And that was kind of changing as we filmed. So the outer space episode, finding a, an outer space themed song that hadn't been used that got approved that had piano in it like it it all felt like a divine synchronicity that I would be doing this show on the heels of the of the reconstruction wow well yes you know I mean I know you have been playing the piano since you were young you were on Nashville you played a country singer are people like did you set out like you were discovered by David Lynch which is just a remarkable thing in and of itself (laughs) at such a young age like did you set out to be an actress because I think there's a lot of people like I I know you can sing and play piano but I think a lot of people are probably shocked right they know you more as an actress and did you set out to be an actress when you were discovered by David Lynch or did it just kind of here's your career it was (laughs) It was, um, again, divine intervention, I believe. I grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts. My, my parents were teachers. I didn't know anybody who was an actor, of course. And I'd been on a variety show called That's Incredible when I was five doing Shakespeare. 
which is thanks to my mom. You know, she kind of made that happen. I, I know I loved the experience of that, but never, never did we think, oh, I'm going to get an agent to be a child actor because that just wasn't on our radar. And there's no, no acting auditions in Worcester anyway. So it was the casting director for Dune who saw that and asked me to come to New York to audition years later. And then from the moment I set foot on the, on the stage for the first time in Mexico city at the age of seven, I thought this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But then as time went on, I also had this deep yearning to be a singer songwriter to sing in front of people has always felt like part of my destiny. And it wasn't until about 15 years ago that I realized this is up to me. I need to make this happen or it's just not going to happen. So I've been kind of pounding the pavement as a singer songwriter, just booking my own gigs and getting out there. And now it's to the point where as they shared on the masked singer, I did have a song that charted um, for five weeks on radio a year and a half ago. And, um, listening to the guesses that the panelists made I was crying behind that mask to be compared to Sarah McLaughlin and Sarah Bareilles not compared but they were guessing perhaps that's who I was these are these are real singers like that's they are that's what they do for their whole career and it it was uh can you even imagine what that feels like it's it's incredible. It's it's like a rebirth almost for me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew you can sing, but then yes, when the voice came out of Dandelion and then I found out I was going to be interviewing you and I knew it was you, I was like, oh my God. And then I went back and listened to <laughs> tons of your music and I was like, oh my God, sign me up. It Do feels you- to my heart like I, I've been making music also since I was seven, like competing as a pianist and all of that. And it's just that the acting took off faster and so I became an actor but I've always felt like both are equally kind of maybe what I was put here to communicate through and so this kind of feels like a full circle moment in a way seeking the truth never gets old introducing June's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know our good friend, Sarah Frazier, who we record with here twice a week? Well, I've been really concerned with her shapewear lately, so I ordered her the superpower short from Honey Love, and girlfriend is in love. Did you know that Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear? 
They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Now, of course, I needed feedback from Sarah now that I sent this to her. She told me she noticed that Honey Love's Superpower Short really helped her distinguish between the areas she wanted more support in and those she needed less compression in. And I don't want to share Sarah's business, but she said the garment doesn't roll down and it's bathroom friendly. And by the way, Honey Love is more than just the superpower short. They have bras, tanks, leggings, everything for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best shape we're on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with code velvet. Use code velvet at honeylove.com. Wait, let me say it again in case you missed it. Treat yourself to the best shape we're on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code velvet. Use code velvet at honeylove.com. So I've kind of talked about this before a few times. You guys know I'm a huge online gamer. It's like the only thing that gets me to take my mind off work in this podcast and actually helps me to relax. What I look for in my online games, I like, for, of course, I like a challenge and I'm very competitive, but I like a little drama. This is a reality TV podcast, you guys. And I like mystery. That's why I love June's Journey. I need like a little bit of a story, kind of like Real Housewives with my online games. You play as June Parker and there's all these hidden clues and it's a mystery. And, you know, listen, she her sister was murdered. Hello. And it really challenges your observation skills. And girlfriend, June's journey is scandalous. It really helps me uncover my inner detective. I like figuring things out. So listen, if you like a challenge and you also want to take your mind off all the drama going on in the world or your own life, I'm on chapter seven and I haven't even been playing for that long. Thank you very much. See if you can catch up to me. So download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's right. Download June's Journey today for free, available on iOS and Android. I love it. Well, you've been in so many, you know, you later work with David Lynch, obviously, in Twin Peaks and, you know, Walking Dead. You've been in so many iconic roles and TV shows, but humor me for a minute at the beginning of your career. You know, I am a self-respecting gay man, so I need to ask, you know, 1995... Yes. Let's talk for a minute. Four rooms. You play Madonna's lover, Madonna's girlfriend, whatever we want to call it. What was it like working on that movie with Madonna? I had the biggest crush on her. I mean, I was already, I had listened to her Bedtime Stories album, which had just come out probably 200 times already at that point. I loved the album deeply and thought she was extraordinary, which she is. She's what she's accomplished and the strength with which she carved out her own career and her own path and changed that path for everyone to follow. She smelled like gardenias and she was so fabulous. And she, she showered me with presents upon first meeting me. I also learned that Alison Anders, the director of our segment, had given her the option between me and three other young, young girls to play that role. And she picked me personally. She had seen me in a movie called Fun I Did. That was my first lead. It had just been at Sundance. And so I knew not only was I playing her lover, but she chose me. She drew a little heart on my blue jeans that I wore at the table read that first day. We sat next to each other and I was... I was completely smitten and I still have a necklace that she gave me too. 
Did you see the smile on my face? Did you <laughs> did you learn anything from working with her? Because you know, listen, her music is obviously legendary. She's about to head up, but like you know, she gets so much flack for her acting. Like, did you learn anything from her on that movie? Yes, I did. I was really moved because even as an eighteen-year-old, you know, I'd been acting for a moment and I had some experience. And at that table read, she was so nervous. This iconic world star she was so nervous that the pages that she held in her hand were shaking because because she wanted to do a good job because she knew she wasn't primarily known as an actor she worked so hard on it and she really put her heart into it and um and cared and she and i improvised a scene that unfortunately didn't end up in the movie because of time but there was a kiss in the scene. So I got, I did get to kiss her and um, she, that's one thing I learned. And I also had the opportunity to talk to her um, once my initial starstruckness wore off, we had some really amazing conversations and I asked her about inspiration behind some things. And I won't share that because I felt like I didn't know if it was for public consumption or not, but she was very open with me and, I've remembered that over the years, just um, no matter how successful you might be perceived to be, um, it always comes down to what the song means. And there are songs on bedtime stories that are, were very, very personal for her. And I think that's why as an 18 year old, I resonated with those songs. It wasn't like a Madonna hit. It was just, a woman who had gone through something and put it out into song. That's what I'm trying to do with my music. It's, You're doing um, it. Yeah. What about, you know, this resonate, you know, everything you were saying about the mass singer resonated with me. What do you think, you know, and this does tie into kind of Madonna, you know, here she is, like she gets so much flack, you know, she's 64. People are constantly talking about her looks on Instagram. She almost crashed the internet with her face because, of, you know, quote unquote her face because of the Grammys kind of everything you were saying about your experience on The Mess Singer, you know, to sing in a costume and like, you know, why, where do you think we are in the music business, Hollywood, that, you know, a woman who is an icon, you know, is still getting this type of flack. And it does tie into when you're singing in a costume and it takes away all preconceived notions. It's interesting. We, we have, we have in a way, I think, hit mass consumption when it comes to the quote unquote perfect look certain individuals who have been very well known have kind of perpetuated an, an image of having everything look perfect and flawless. And I noticed the younger generation is rebelling against that a bit. I'm somebody that when I watch actors in particular, but also singers, to be honest with you. I, I want to see expression. I love the rawness of it. Like people that like Juliette Lewis, she's a gal, a few, like, I think she's like two years older than me, but we're like the same age. We're peers. I fucking love her. I love that she's, she wears her wrinkles and her like expression and the life lived. She's a badass. And um, Judy Dench to me is so beautiful and Maggie Smith and Jamie Lee Curtis. Those are the women I'm aspiring to look like from a physical perspective. So I've 
I've chosen to not do Botox or fillers or any of that stuff. And I'm really interested in seeing the younger generation kind of embracing that way more than I even did when I was in my 20s. And like a teenager, I was already thinking, oh, goodness, I'm not supposed to get wrinkles when I get older. But I think the emphasis on what we look like and all the filters we use on Instagram and stuff, we're going to have a rebellion against all that. So hopefully in the near future, it's, it's going to be more about what's real and less about putting on appearances to be supposedly accepted. I hope so. You should read Justine Bateman's book face, you know, Justine, it's like, it's all about that. And she's, it's great. It's all about how she's like, I love my face. I will never stick a needle into it. And I don't even understand how people do that. It's a great book. I love her face too. That's another beautiful example. And it's getting to be a rarity. Bet you Justine Bateman's going to get a lot of roles now because I know from having conversations with directors who have lamented, like, here's my list of five women in their fifties who I want to cast, but I can't cast them because they don't look real. This movie is set in 1890. You know, you have to have a, like a real person. (laughs) That is so great to hear actually. Yeah. What about you talk about, you know, this advice Madonna gave you on music and, you know, personal, you are talk to me about your new song witness, which I know is highly personal. And the video was great too. Thank you. It's all about being witness to something that you might have imagined was impossible to get through. If someone said, this is the time you're about to live through. These are the things that are going to happen all at once. And you're going to have to face that. It would not seem possible but then you get through it because you have no choice. This is what God has given you and you, you go through it. Um, the people that walk side by side with you through a time like that are forever your witness to what you've gone through. And it gives you the chance to be witness to them. And I wanted to write a song about what that experience is like and also connect to everyone who has gone through something unimaginable and come out the other side stronger and forever changed. It's so profound for anyone who hasn't heard the song has to go listen. They have to watch this video. It's great. I know you're playing city winery later this year to celebrate the release of your EP. So, you know, congratulations. Hopefully you'll be making much more music that this mass singer has inspired you to keep down the music trail. And I can talk to you for hours. I've I've put out, this is the sixth one. So there's, there's a lot of music out there. And um, this EP witness is, yeah, I'm really proud of it. So thank you. Anytime I'll share your socials with everyone. And I really appreciate your time. And I really appreciated talking to you. And thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a joy. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, 
feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.